0: be renewed in the spirit of your mind and that you put on the new man which after god is created in righteousness and true holiness this is your host rc normal consider yourself renewed. welcome welcome my family and friends to another week on the renewed Listen, I'm so grateful as always for you taking the time out to join me on these episodes. I'm truly so great grateful for your life. Trust me, you won't be disappointed by this episode. But what I need you to do is tell a neighbor, tell a family member, tell a friend, tell them that the renewed is now on. And I want you to know that God absolutely loves you and He has a great call for your life, but you have to run. You have to continue to endure. No matter what it looks like, no matter what you may be going through, no matter the afflictions that may be upon your body, no matter what uh, people say about you, no matter the persecution that you may face, continue this press no matter what because at times we always we all have been in the moments where we wanted to throw in the towel but i want to encourage you to let you know this is not the hour that you can afford to do that and know that there's people who who are praying for you and pushing you and want you to to see you do the best and want to see you succeed Listen, always, as always, I love you so much, and I'm so indebted for your lives and for you tuning in. I truly don't take it for granted whatsoever. As always, for this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. So I don't want to take um for long the time. I want to. Uh, delve right into this word which the Lord has given to me on, and I want to share this with you on this episode. Um, if I could title this, we would call it uh, Run Your Race. Yes. Run your race. Um, And always those of my listeners, those who know we love, we absolutely love to come from the Bible because it's the Bible that will absolutely shaping and sharpen our lives. Because, listen, man's uh, word had the ability to be opinions, but God's word is truth. God's word is facts. God's word cannot lie. Man, although man has the capability of lying, man has the capability of steering you wrong, but God will never steer you wrong. God will never lie. The Bible says he is the son of man that he shall not lie, nor the son of man shall he repent. God's word is truth. And so this is why we love to come strictly from the truth. We love to give truth. And here it is. Let's go here. Hebrews 12, Hebrews 12 and one and despising the shame and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Let's go for verse three. For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself. Lest ye be weary and faint in your minds. Let's read it from this version. uh, Amplified. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses who by faith have testified, to the truth of God's absolute faithfulness, stripping off every unnecessary weight and the sin which so easily and cleverly entangles us. Let us run with endurance and active persistence the race that is set before us, looking away from all that would distract us and focusing our eyes on Jesus, who is the author and perfecter of faith, the first incentive for our belief, and the one who brings our faith to maturity. Who for the joy of accomplish the goal set before him endured the cross disregarding the shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God, revealing his deity, his authority and the completion of his work. Just consider and meditate on him who endured from sinners such bitter hostility against himself. Consider it all in comparison with your trial so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. And lose heart So in the first verse This great cloud of witnesses Is composed of the people If you in your spare time You can go back and read um, Hebrews chapter 11 Go back one chapter and read uh, That chapter And it will talk about the great pioneers Of the faith such as Abraham um, Noah such as Isaac Such as uh, Abraham I said Abraham (laughs) David such as Uh, Paul, I mean the list goes on Moses, uh, Rahab The list goes on and on The children of Israel If you go back and it will tell you about the faith That they had Which allowed them to walk into The very destiny that God has for their life They held on to that faith And that's what allowed them to get through Those hard, those rough moments Those things in their life That they endured It was their faith And it says here that Their faithfulness is a constant encouragement to us So we have to always remember And if we need uh, If we need experience If we need some kind of Uh, pattern if we need some kind of guide then the bible is full of stories of those who went before us those pioneers that have paved the way and that has showed us the way how to get to christ and watch this even when we go through things in our life when we feel like giving up we can read those stories that encourage us and one of the most powerful stories one of the most powerful lives that we can examine and To know what it is to overcome persecution and slander is the life of Jesus Christ. He is the most faithful and powerful one that we could ever uh, experience. If we want to know what it is to truly endure, Jesus Christ was the absolute perfect example. He was a perfect example. He endured even the shaming of the cross. Look here. We do not struggle alone and we are not the first to struggle with the problems that we face. Others have run the race and won and their witness begins to stir us to run and win. Also, look at this. We have a powerful, a powerful heritage. We do. And this should inspire us. The heritage that we have are the faithful believers that went home before us. Some of us have uh, powerful um, grandmothers, grandfathers, uh, fathers, mothers, uh, those uncles, aunts, those uh, great pastors and leaders that we had before that have died and gone home to glory. They are still in the stands, in the grandstands of heaven, and they are rooting us on. This is what this verse uh, entails. It said we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses. They are great. They These people were commended for their faith and they these people have by faith testified to the truth of God's absolute faithfulness. And so these are the people when we 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 are running. So for example, perfect example. Picture yourself as an Olympic runner. Okay. Some of you may not have been in athletics or can even run, but just picture yourself in a race. Okay? It don't even have to be the Olympics. Let's just say your high school or your middle school track team. OK, let's go there. Picture yourself in or even a wreck track team. If you don't want to think, think that you can run that fast. But anyway, we're not discussing that. Let's go back. So just picture yourself in a race. OK, and so you are now in let's say you are in lane three. Let's go ahead and make that completion lane three. You are in lane three. and Boom, the gun goes off and you begin to run. Now, you are you have to put in your mind, OK, at the end of it, there's a prize. There's a medal to be won. Now, you are not going to be look to the left, nor to keep your eyes to the right and focus on your participants of or or focus on your opponents or watch this even focus in the stands at your your mother your 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 husband your wife or your father or whoever it is could be in the stands you are not going to focus on those people in the stands or focus on even your opponents but what you would do is fixate your your eyes on the goal you will keep looking straight ahead and probably so that you won't trip and fall over your face or run into your opponent and fall over them and be disqualified. No, you're going to continue to keep your eyes fixated on the destiny. And the destination is that finish line. Just like, for example, racehorses. If you ever saw a racehorse, racehorse, um, the owners or the people who the jockey, they begin, they put what they call blinders on the horse. And so the reason why they put these blinders on the horse is so that they can't see. They can't see out of their peripheral vision. They can't see to the left nor to the right. These blinders are placed on their eyes so they won't become distracted. By the things that are in their surrounding that the pe that the things that are around them, they won't be distracted by the crowd. They won't be distracted by even the horses beside them, but their eyes will be fixated on the finish line and all they can see is what's ahead of them, not to the side of them. Not behind them. The only thing that they can see is what's before them. This is why the Bible tells the press forward towards the mark of the prize of the high calling. He also tells the press, uh, forget those things that are behind us and press forward toward those things that are before us. And so we can't continue to walk, run this race while looking backwards. You can't run this race while looking to the left nor to the right. You have to keep your, your eyes fixated upon the eternal goal Which should be heaven Which should be The main prize is Christ That's the absolute prize To reign with Jesus Christ one day This is why It says Okay I'm going ahead Let's go ahead It says Witnesses who have by faith testified to the truth of God's absolute faithfulness Stripping off every unnecessary weight And the sin which so easily and clearly entangles us So It's hard to run with weights on you. You cannot run a race while having, um, let's say you have a book bag full of weights in it It, or sand or ankle weights. How are you going to win a race with all of these weights on you? It, It will be absolutely impossible and this is why the bible tells us to release these weight the bible tells to cast your cares upon him cast all your burdens on him because he cares and take upon his yoke because his yoke is easy and his burden is light so we must lay off every weight Everything that's trying to hold us down, whether it be the pressures of the world, whether it be the pressures of trying to please uh, your bosses, trying to please uh, people who don't really even care about you, trying to please people who don't have a heaven or hell to put you in or trying to just uh, worry about what people think about you let's just fixate our eyes on jesus let go of the unnecessary weights weights of your children listen your children can be going through things and they just because they are going through it could be begin to weigh that weigh you down and you could become so worried and anxiety begin can allow to take you over and stress can hit your body and this is why sickness can also come about your body because of uh, stress that's Watch this, that you didn't inherit, but you took it upon yourself to be captain, saver, fill in the blank. Yes, just allow, just turn them over to Jesus and allow Jesus to work it out and let the scripture work in your life where it says, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Work out your own soul salvation. Watch this. You can't get in on no one else's coattail. And this is why you must be intentional about working out your own salvation. There's only one winner in this race. And so this is why you have to run your own race. Nobody else can run the race for you or you can't run a race for no one else. You have to run your own race. This is why this lane is an individual lane. No one else can get into your lane. And when you start switching lanes, this is when you will end up crashing. Switching lanes can absolutely involve an accident. This is why we must learn to how to stay in our own lane. Because when we switch lanes, that's when accidents occur. And it says, and the sin which so easily and clearly entangles us. Sin has an absolute, absolute powerful way to entangle you. It can ensnare you. It can trap you. And sin will have you miss the goal. It will have you miss God. Sin is so clever. Watch this. The enemy is not going to bring something to you that he knows you don't like. He's not going to bring. Okay, if you love for a perfect example. If you love chocolate ice cream and the enemy knows you love chocolate ice cream, he's not going to bring you vanilla ice cream. He's not going to do it because he knows you don't don't like vanilla ice cream. You love chocolate ice cream. He's not going to bring you vanilla. He's going to bring you exactly what you like. So if you like to drink, if you like to smoke, if you like just beautiful women, then guess what he's going to bring your way? He's gonna bring you beautiful women. He's gonna bring you handsome men. He's gonna bring you alcohol, drugs. He's gonna bring you things that are enticing to your flesh. Why? Because he wants to dangle it over your head like a carrot to a rabbit. And he wants you to begin to, hey, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, as well as share with others. Thank you. He's not going to give you anything that he knows that will allow you to continue to press into God. See, he wants to appease your flesh. And it's the things of the spirit that he hates. And when you have a relationship with God, when you long for God, he's going to come at you, throw the kitchen sink and the whole caboodle. This is just what he's going to do. And this is why he tells us, let us run with endurance and act of persisting the race that is set before us. We all have a race to run, and you have to run your own race, and you have to endure. This is why the Bible tells us: "Be not weary and well doing, but in, for in due season you shall reap if you faint not." Even when you feel like throwing in the towel, don't give up. Don't lose hope. Even if you have a call of a, a fellow believer just to pray for you and asking you for strength, uh, reach out to them and. And the the powerful thing I love about it is, yes, we have those great cloud of witnesses that we are surrounded by. While we are on our race, they are in the grandstands cheering us on. They're in the stands cheering us on. But the most great witnesser that we have who is sitting on the right hand of the father making intercession for us is Jesus Christ. He's making intercession, intercession for us day and night and we have a most, another powerful intercessor and that's the Holy Spirit. And this is why we can't have sin in our lives because the Holy Spirit can't make, make intercession for us because he can't dwell in an unclean temple. And this is why we must allow the Holy Spirit to cleanse sin, cleanse those things that we desire out of our life so that he can pray within us because the watch this we don't know what to pray this is why the holy spirit will begin to make intercession for us and he will begin to pray the will of god concerning our life and so when we walk in this way then we it's impossible for us to miss god it's impossible for us to not finish this race it's impossible for us not to go across the finish line but if you allow the weights of this world the cares of this world sin to entangle you then you will absolutely become disqualified and you won't finish your race you won't finish the race and so if you don't finish the race this means that you won't see God this is why you have to continue to run no matter what it looks like and the Bible also says you must look away from all the things that will distract you and look and focus your eyes on jesus because he is the author and the finisher of your faith he is the first incentive of our belief this is the one he is our incentive of running this race this christian race he is the incentive he is the goal that we are pressing towards towards one day reigning with jesus forever this is the goal and so you must run with endurance and you listen you have to look away from everything that distracts you the temptation of the world whether it be the lust of the flesh whether it be material things money uh jewels uh women men uh, sex outside of marriage um whether it be alcohol drugs the gambling the list goes on and on what, lasciviousness Whatever it is Idolatry You have to put these things away And you can't keep focus on these things You have to Look Tear down every idol Don't allow the spirit of whoredoms to kill you Don't allow it to You have to fix your, fixate your eyes on Jesus Because he is the only one that can bring us to faith Our faith to maturity He is the only one And we must disregard Because Even Jesus, he sat before him and he endured the cross. He knew what his race entailed, but he endured the shame of the cross and he endured it all so that he could sit on the right hand of the throne of God and make intercession for us. This is why he did it to reveal his deity, his authority, and he completed his work so that we could one day reign with him. This is why we have the ability to run our race and to win the race because he has set because he, he have trailed the blade. He was a trailblazer. He blazed the trail for us. And now we have the ability. This is why he came. He died for us so that we may live again. He took on the sins of the world. He took upon our sins. Watch this. When he had no sin in him, the Bible said he was tempted at all points. Yet he sinned not. And it was so powerful because he couldn't sin. He was blameless. But however, he dedicated his life to Jesus Christ. He dedicated his life to the father. He dedicated his life to the will of God. And he came to be about his father's business. And this is what we must be about. Our father's business. This is why we are running the race to fulfill the will of God that's upon our lives. And we must... Even when we go through moments where we feel like throwing in the towel When we face hardship and discouragement It becomes easy to lose sight of the big picture But we have to understand that we are not alone And we have help Many have already made it through this life We know many uh, believers that have made it through this life Even the ones that we read about in the Bible And they endure far more difficult circumstances than we have experienced Suffering is the training ground for Christian maturity. It begins to develop our patience and it begins to make our final victory sweet. Oh, don't get it twisted. Your victory will be sweet. Just continue to press into God because the Christian life, no matter, don't let nobody tell you anything different. It involves hard work. It requires us to give up whatever endangers our relationship with God, to run patiently and to struggle against sin with the power of the Holy Ghost. It gives us power. We listen. We have the power to overcome sin via the Holy Ghost to live effectively. We must keep our eyes on Jesus at all times. Although we stumble when we may look away from him to stare at ourselves or at circumstances surrounding us. That's that's absolutely positively true. We will stumble. We stumble when we look away from him to stare at ourselves or the circumstances that surrounded us. We can't keep our eyes on things that's our circumstances, whether we are facing a, a, a light bill that's about to be cut off or about to miss a mortgage payment or whatever, rent payment about to be evicted out of our apartment or our home. We can't worry about those things. No, we put our mind, we put it in the hands of Jesus and allow him to work it out. If we live our life of pleasing to Him, He said He'll supply all of our needs, so we shouldn't worry. The Bible says, "Don't worry about anything, as long as you have food and clothes on your food on your table and clothes on your back." The Bible said that's really all you need. This is what the Bible is saying. But look at this: we stumble when we look away, but we are running for Christ, not ourselves, and we must always keep Him in sight. Let's go here quickly, hurry. First Corinthians, First Corinthians, uh, nine. Um, 24 It says, Know ye not that they which run in the race run all, but it's only one that receiveth the prize? So run that you may obtain. And every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, as one that beateth the air. But I keep under my body and bring it into subjection lest that by any means when i have preached to others i myself should be a castaway as first corinthians 9 24 through 27 so he said that we all we all run in a race know that we which run in a race all but it's only one that received the prize so look at this we are running a race and beside us there could be sinners there could even be fellow believers and Watch this. Sometimes our fellow believers, they may become disqualified because they don't finish their race. Now, this is not what we are praying for. We want we want everybody to finish their race, even when someone is next to us. And although we have our eyes fixated, listen, grab them, pull them along, pull them along on the journey. And some may just not want to go. They might they might tuck their shoes off and walk away. But that's okay. That's okay. Continue to pray for them and allow God to work it out. Because the one thing I found out, man has the no ability or no capability of saving anyone. The Bible says the man can not be saved unless God draws them. And it's the Holy Spirit's job to convict the sinner, to convict the unbeliever and allow them to draw into Christ. But Jesus knows who belongs to him. And it's our job to pray. And This is why we must run our race that we may obtain the prize. But every man that's striving for the mastery is temperate. This means competes for the prize, must exercise self-control. You must have discipline in this race. In order to be a disciple of God, you must be disciplined. You can't be a disciple without discipline. No, you have to discipline yourself. You have to read your word. You have to study day and night, meditate on his word. You have to pray. You have to worship God. You have to be a follower of God and not only just a hearer, but a uh, but you must be a doer of his word. You must obey God's word because some watch this even in training. OK, the Olympic runners, they run to receive a, cor- a corruptible crown, but us. As believers, we are running to receive an incorruptible crown. This is the crown that means that we are disciplined and we have self-control of our bodies. This is what this incorruptible crown means. And that he says, I therefore so run, not as an uncertainly. So listen, when we run, we are not running because we don't know why we are running. That doesn't make any sense. What kind of uh, sprinter would go in a race? knowing that there's not a gold medal or there's not a prize at the end of it what's the point of running no we are running for a prize we are running for one day to see jesus we are running one day to see our heavenly father we are running one day to to see to live in our mansion one day we are running to receive the rewards that are waiting for in heaven i don't know about you but i'm running to receive those five crowns i'm running I'm running to see what the end is going to be. And he says here also, so fight I not as one that beateth the air. How many of you know a boxer that goes into the ring by himself and just fight against air? Now wouldn't he look silly? Wouldn't nobody pay for that? Would you go on HBO pay-per-view and pay for a, a fight when Let's say uh, Mike Tyson, Floyd Mayweather, uh, Vanna Holyfield, something back in the day, uh, Muhammad Ali, that's before my time. But anyway, people that was fighting back then, would you go on pay-per-view and pay for a fight? And they was fighting themselves. They were the only one. No, you wouldn't waste your money. And they'll be looking silly out there fighting. And nobody's going to pay for a ticket into the arena to see that. No, they are not fighting. They are fighting against an opponent. So we have to understand that we are fighting against opponent. We are fighting against the enemy. But the greatest thing about it is we are already been deemed victorious. As long as we submit our life to Christ, we can't lose. If we are submitted unto him, it's impossible for us to lose. If we are yielded to the Holy Spirit, he will lead us into all truth and we can't lose. It's a fixed fight. That's the most powerful thing about being a believer and believing in Jesus Christ and walking after him. It's a fixed fight. We can't lose. But guess what? It is a fight. You will have to fight every day. You will have to fight for your sanity. You will have to fight for your peace. You will have to fight for your joy. And this is why the Bible tells us live in the presence of the Lord. Because in the presence of the Lord, there's fullness of joy. You will have to fight for your children. You will have to fight for your family. The enemy, guess what? The enemy that face you, the demons that you fail to fight will be the demons that fight against your children. So you can't, you can't afford not to fight. You have to fight. This is why the Bible tells the Lord, teach my hands how to war. The Bible says for the weapons of our warfare are not cornered, but they are mighty through God. Our weapons, we have our special artillery and the most powerful weapon that we have is a sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And you don't know how to use your weapon without studying the word of God. The word of God is the is the weapon that combats the enemy. This is what Jesus used when he was in the wilderness, when the enemy came to tempt him, when the devil came to tempt him. He spoke the word and that was his artillery. This is how he defeated the enemy. And we have to learn. Listen, when you learn how to do this and knowing that you are in a fight, Paul said, I learned how to keep my body on a subject And bring it under subjection Lest that by any means When I preach to others I myself should be a castaway So you have to bring your body under subjection You can't be a preacher And, and telling people what not to do How to live holy And you don't live holy Because you are looking like a hypocrite Paul said, I can't. I have to bring my body under subjection. I have to discipline this body so that I don't become a castaway when I preach to others, because people are going to look at me silly if I'm out here preaching holiness. But yet I'm with Susie or with Bob or with Jody in a hotel after I just go and preach after I uh, spoke to someone. Listen, after I know I have a wife, I have a husband at home while I'm out here cheating. Listen, you can't do that. Listen, we all have failed and fallen short of God, glory of God. This is why we thank God for grace and mercy. If you have failed, don't beat yourself up. Just get up, dust yourself off and continue to run, continue to run your race. Even if you trip and fall, the Bible said for a just man, fall down seven times. But guess what? He get back up again. Get back in the race. Don't throw in the towel. You can't afford to throw in the towel. It's the enemy's plan. He wants you to throw in the towel. But I'm going to pray and release strength upon you because you have to understand that the God's grace is sufficient and his strength is made perfect in your weakness. I release strength over your life. I decree strength. I decree that the power of the Holy Ghost will come upon you, that you will not fail, that you will not give in to the enemy's plan and that the enemy shall concede and that you will continue to press forward, because there's a great prize that's before you continue to run your race no matter what it looks like and know that you shall overcome because you are an overcomer run your race run your race well and don't throw in the towel until next week God bless you love you to life now this is my most favorite part of the show and I am so excited I like to call this part the renewed experience because it's at this moment where you are presented with an opportunity and an experience to accept Jesus Christ as Lord You are now presented with an opportunity to live a new life To be renewed, to be born again Wow, what an honor to be chosen, called by Jesus The Bible states in Romans 10 and 9 That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus And shalt believe in our heart that God hath raised him from the dead Thou shalt be saved So this is the first step in order to receive salvation But you have to confess it out of your mouth and you have to believe it in your heart. But first we have to do the first step. And that's confessing and believing and allowing him to enter into our heart. So if you would, I'm going to pray a prayer. But I need you to repeat after me. And say, Dear God, I know that Jesus is your son. And that he died on the cross. And was raised from the dead. And because I am a sinner. I need forgiveness. I ask you, Jesus, to come into my heart. I am willing to change the direction of my life by acknowledging you, Jesus, as my Lord and Savior and by turning away from all of my sins. Thank you for giving me forgiveness. Thank you for giving me eternal life. And most importantly, thank you for saving my soul. Now, Jesus, I believe that you are the Savior. And I believe that I am saved. I am saved. I am saved. Come on. Hallelujah. The angel rejoice. The one coming to the kingdom. Now, if you have made this decision, please reach out to us on our website at rcnomanministries.org. Or you can email us at rcnomanministries at gmail.com. Or either on our Facebook or Instagram At R.C. Thorn Ministries We would love to know about your decision And we would love to keep you On our prayer list as well as Pray that you will be filled with the most Precious gift for the Holy Ghost We are so excited This is the best decision That you could have ever made Now you will live your best life You thought you had new life But you have never experienced Life like this And that's why I like to call it please, please, please subscribe as well as leave us a review. Also leave us a rating, preferably five stars and also do me a huge favor. Share it with your family or friends. Don't be selfish. Don't hog it all to yourself. Share with them the grace you have received, which is called